Welcome to another episode of Rionis' Review, your one stop for all things South Forsyth High School, U.S. history. Last episode concluded with the end of Thomas Jefferson's presidency and the election of 1808. The election of 1808 is going to be won by James Madison. James Madison will become the fourth president of the United States. With the election of Madison, you've got to realize war with Britain is becoming a real issue. And so Madison is going to have to very quickly start to deal with that issue of Great Britain and how to handle things. Because Britain, with issues like impressment and other things going on, are threatening the sovereignty of the United States. They're kind of testing the waters to see what can go on. So Jefferson tried to deal with it with the embargo. That didn't work out. And so Madison is left with a situation that's worsening by the day. The Non-Intercourse Act is going to be replaced with Macon's Bill Number 2. And it's going to reopen trade with Britain and France. But it provided that either if either country agreed to respect American shipping, the U.S. would cut off trade with the other party. Nothing not much comes out of that. One thing leads to another. And we're going to go ahead and discuss the causes of the War of 1812. So the first is that Americans objected to the restrictions Britain was enforcing to prevent neutral American merchants from trading with France. That interference with trade by Britain was the first cause. Second, Americans were outraged by the policy of impressment. Impressment had continued to go. So thousands of American sailors were forced into British naval duty. And so they were captured at sea and joined the Navy. Obviously, you could see how that's an issue. Third, Native Americans led by Tecumseh rose up to fight settlers in the West. That's not necessarily an issue with Britain in itself, other than you have to realize that Britain was supplying the Native Americans in the West to fight the Americans. And so that becomes an issue. And although they were defeated, the fact that Britain was supplying them with weapons to fight the Americans made that an issue and a cause. And the British were were continue that. And then the last reason is Americans wished to drive the British out of North America altogether by conquering Canada while the British army was fighting the French in Europe. And then the last cause is that you had a group of congressmen called War Hawks. They were very big in the South and West, and they pushed for war. And Britain was trying to strangle American trade and cripple its economy, and that was why they wanted to go and fight the war. They thought that the only solution to that problem would be to fight the war. So the war actually happens. June of 1812, America declared war on Great Britain, which was already at war with France. The war doesn't go well for Americans at first. They can't invade Canada. Um, If you know anything about it, the White House gets burned down in 1814. And then finally, some things start to go well because the Americans are going to defeat the British Navy at Lake Erie and regain the city of Detroit. So you have a naval battle that, that goes well. Then you have the Battle of Fort McHenry. Fort McHenry should ring a bell because that's where Francis Scott Key is going to watch the battle from a ship off the coast. And then he's going to wake up and see the American flag still flying, and that's where he writes the Star-Spangled Banner. So the war continues fighting, and eventually the Americans gain the upper hand, and then the Treaty of Ghent is going to be signed, and it's going to put an end to the War of 1812. The only problem is that the two nations had not yet agreed on how to resolve their disputes. So in December of 1814, the war officially ended, and it ended in a stalemate. Neither side gained or lost anything, and the treaty didn't talk about impressment or some of the other major issues. But that message didn't quite get to General Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson will become the seventh president of the United States. So Andrew Jackson in 1815 is in New Orleans, and the Battle of New Orleans is ironically going to be a major victory in the War of 1812 after the signing of the Treaty of Ghent. 
So after the war. So the most important battle of the War of 1812 was fought after the war had technically ended. It's important because the U.S. got help from pirates and other frontiersmen, and they win the battle, and they win that control of that major shipping port. This also makes Andrew Jackson become a national hero, and it also ensures that the Treaty of Ghent would in fact be ratified. So moving on to the results of the War of 1812, in 1815, commercial trade reopened between Britain and the United States. 1817, you have the Rush-Bagot Agreement, which limited the number of warships on the Great Lakes. 1818, the northern boundary of the Louisiana Territory was set at the 49th parallel, all the way to the Rocky Mountains officially. And the war is going to confirm American independence and strengthen American nationalism. So that kind of lack of confidence in the country and Britain testing the waters to see what they could get away with, the War of 1812 ends that. And actually, the United States and Britain are going to become pretty close allies. So a major result also was the end of all U.S. military hostility with Great Britain. Like I said, we're never going to fight each other again. And so America's army and navy were firmly established as worthy opponents of any European military force, and the achievements are going to serve to heighten nationalist sentiments. President Mon uh, Madison comes in and wins the War of 1812, you could say, although technically it was a stalemate. It was a favorable outcome for the Americans. And so President Madison wanted to unite the country in 1815, and he developed a plan called the American System. He wanted to establish a protective tariff, the Tariff of 1816, to encourage the purchase of American-made goods. He resurrected the National Bank in 1816 established a nationwide currency and then he developed a national transportation system so national roads turnpikes the erie canal things like that and he planned on this era of american system to usher in an era of prosperity for the united states so that happens in 1815 he's going to um serve president as president for about another year or so before we have the election of the fifth united states president in james monroe so that does it for our James Madison episode. With that being said, make good choices. Go South Presents.